Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Passing Dimes. Really excited for today's guest because they're going to teach us all about the youth national team, the junior national team, which they were both a part of, and they're also both playing club at Leaside 18U this year. Please welcome to the show who will attend U of T next year, Julia Merman. Say hello. Hello, I'm Julia Merman, and I play for Leaside. And our second guest is Kat Giorgiatis. 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 Oh, it's a Georgie sound. Sorry. <laughs> and who will attend Santa Clara next year. So welcome to the show, guys. Thanks for doing this. Thanks so much for having us. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. So let's start with the, the one on everybody's mind. You had a big summer last year with the youth national team, but some people in the volleyball community might not know much about that program. So first of all, how do you sign up or be identified? Is there a tryout? Are you scouted? Just dive into it. How do you get on that team? Okay, well, at Nationals, which is a big tournament at the end of the year, some of the Canada team coaches come and attend that, and they look for a bunch of different players, and then after that, if they're interested, they send an email inviting you to a tryout, and about 30 to 40 athletes are invited to the tryout. They can either be um, 17U or 18U or 16U. They just have to be under 18. And then... Yeah, we both got invited to the tryout, and the tryout was hel- held in Orangeville. Yeah, mono is another name for it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, nice. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, we both tried out with um, athletes from all over Canada, and then it was a two-day tryout, and then we heard a couple weeks. A like, couple days, I think it was like the Monday. A week, yeah, a week, yeah. Okay, a couple days. <laughs> yeah, we heard, we heard a couple of days a- after, and um, yeah. it said we were both invited to the roster, and we'd be going to Egypt in the summer. Yeah. So you don't sign up for this, like literally anyone who played at nationals could have been identified for this um, team, or did you have to kind of? I didn't sign up. Did coaches just watch every quarter, or did they kind of pinpoint who they were going to look for? You said you didn't sign up, so I guess coaches were just watching think, every single I, match I, they I, could. I don't, right? Did you sign up for Timo? Maybe I signed up for because I, I think what happens is at provincials, the provincial like um, like LP and like the heads of there will like walk around and then pick like top eight. Or that's what they did two years ago for the Narcicas. The top eight players from like each prov- um, each position, and then each province would tell like the national team coaches, I see. Okay. and then at nationals they would scout through them. Um, and after provincials, you get an email saying, "Oh, we're we're." looking at you you're one of the top eight of your position from this province there's also another eight from each other provinces but um we'll let you know if you are selected because there was no tryout for Norseekas two years ago it was just like you're picked after nationals um and then for worlds they had an actual tryout okay because it had to be overwhelming for coaches to walk into nationals and try to watch like 30 yeah. 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 So they, they must have had a plan maybe somehow. I was really wrong maybe I was really it's wrong okay. I think that's what happened though I think you, if you signed up for Timo, you were identified by your provincial coaches, and then your provincial coach was like, "Hey, these like these positions are pretty good. You should check them out." So, so what was it like walking into that tryout? So, Kat, you had already represented Canada at a Norseka Championship, where you were new to the program, oh, right? Yeah. So, oh, yeah. what's it like walking into that Orangeville program? Where do you kind of recognize girls, and you're kind of like, "Oh, that girl plays dinos," or are you just brand new, trying to just focus on your own thing? Yeah, I was um, new to the experience because I had never played on a team like that before. And I know a lot of the girls who were on it last year, but I wasn't super close with anyone. I kind of felt like it was me versus everyone because (laughs) it was super intimidating, um, especially since there were so many athletes. There were about like 35 athletes. Yeah, and I was obviously super nervous and super scared, um, except 
I just went into the tryout, just focused on myself, um, tried to play my best, and then everything worked out <laughs> better. Yeah. And nice, Kat, how about you? Did you know some teammates who were on the squad the previous year? Yes. Yeah, so um, the team got invited back from, like, Norsicas to come try out again. So I knew who was on the team from last year, and I knew some faces from um, playing just at provincials and nationals and during club season. But, yeah, I was like, you still had to go in. Like, you had to earn your spot. Like, nothing was given to you. The team still changed quite a bit from the year before. So I was, like, again, concerned more for, like, I need to play my best to prove that I should be on this team so I deserve that spot. Um, so that was my goal, too. I didn't want to just be chosen because I didn't want people to think that. I wanted to show them that I deserved to be there. Yeah. Nice. So once the squad's made, how much training did you have before you went over to Egypt? And where, where was that training camp hosted? Well, so after we got the email, when, when was that we got the email? It was like the week, I, th I thought it was the week after, so it was like end of May. Okay, end of May. And then we had a training camp, all the athletes um, from Ontario in Windsor in June, July. Yeah, in July, <laughs> we, had, we had a training camp for all the Ontario athletes at um, St. Clair College. Yeah, at June. Yeah, so we had, I think, about eight days of training, and we trained, trained twice every day, and we did lift as well. So that was kind of a beginning for the program because we got to know the Ontario athletes on the team, which was made up of most of the team. Most of the team was yeah. from Ontario. I'd say I think. like 80% of the team was. Yeah. We love a good name drop. Uh, speed round. Who were they? Go. Um, name, name, Anna name. Smrack, Maddie <laughs> Hannah Deshano, Lauren Pastor, Emma McKinnon, Mary Stewart, Victoria Dacre, yeah, Daker, <laughs> um, Julia Merman, Anna Godomsky, was not, yeah. and then myself. Nice. No, I think, I think yeah. we didn't leave anybody out, right? If we I'm, did, I'm a whole lot of Emma McKinnon. I said, okay, okay we got them. We got okay, them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <That's good. laughs> Go us. Yay. Um, yeah, so we trained at St. Clair College for about eight days with all the Ontario athletes. And then um, after that, the only time yeah. we trained was... They gave us, like, some, like, we should be doing workouts and being physical and still, like, um, being explosive and stuff. And they'd send out emails, like, making sure we were, like, keeping up with our bodies and how we felt and nutrition-wise. Um, there was also, too, right before that, we were offered to go to, like, McMaster and have... Um, Nate we have Nate so he's at McMaster and he offered to like have us come out during like school days though like later on like at 5 30 or something um which is kind of hard but I thought it was really beneficial um at least for like Ontario athletes like we could come out and get touches and like practice some of the techniques that they wanted us to do while we were there because it was a new technique and stuff going down there um so yeah I thought that was beneficial and then we had right before going to Egypt we went to Crystal Beach. In where, Niagara. Yeah, we, we practiced at like a high school, local high school there um, all together. So that was our first like outing as a team in a whole for a couple days. And then from there, we left to go train in Sylvania for about 10 days. Yeah, that was super nice. We trained in a really nice facility. It was called the Dross Center. Dross, yeah. And a lot of professional athletes go there to train because they have a lot of volleyball courts. They have fitness rooms. Hmm. It's and they have a hotel within um, that area, so that was super nice. And then from 
our training in Sylvania, we flew to Egypt, and then we were in Egypt for 10 days. Yeah. Yeah, and when we got there, I was like, (laughs) (laughs) Jules, um, it was, like, eye-opening, let's say that. It was, it's it's different, like, definitely seeing what they're used to, like, or what their norms are compared to, like, what our society norms are. It's harder. Things aren't as clean as what they'd be here. Um, And just, it's a lot more strict because you shouldn't be alone like as females by yourself Hmm. and stuff like that. So we always had to be escorted places um, and like being surrounded by security guards with guns all the time is kind of intimidating Um, and like having to always ask to do things because when you get older, you don't always have to ask to go like, can I go to the washroom or can I go here? Can I go outside really quick? You can't do that there. You have to always ask and be like, "Um, can we go outside for a quick walk? But you couldn't leave the hotel. You could only go in like where the pool was. Interesting. So, okay. Yeah. And also, too, like, we we're on minimal sleep because it's, like, the time change and everything. So getting there was, like, oh, my God, oh my God I just need sleep and some food. Pull me with some food and I'll be good. But, yeah, um, yeah that was that was the, probably the most difficult part, like, the travel. Yeah, the getting travel. There. So yeah. if you were a picky eater, like, obviously that's one thing that most people enjoy when they travel, enjoying other people's cultures is the food. Like, uh, did you guys pack a lot of food or were you at the mercy of whatever um, you could find when you are on site there? We didn't we didn't pack any food when we went to Egypt. I did. <laughs> I packed a lot. She packed like bread and stuff I, like that. I love my bread. But um there was a huge buffet. They had yeah. all different kinds of options. They had stuff we're familiar to as well, like yeah. pasta, rice, meat. And then well, I'm Hannah now. Oh yeah. <laughs> Hannah DeShano came up with this like recipe, I guess. I don't know. It was the was it the fish or what was it? And then you'd put like, they had a special like hot sauce and you'd throw that with like bread. I'm probably saying this all wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that sounds no. so, so bad. But in, um, is, wait, Ismalia is where we first, first, right? No. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So Ismalia, it's like rare to have fish there. So when we had fish, it was like, like a really nice gesture. Um, so we'd try it and it was actually really good. But I remember Hannah DeShano made like a really like, good recipe between like this hot sauce i'm not gonna say which meat it was because i can't remember but it was so good so we'd have that like every day and we like emptied out their hot sauces so fast and we're like thank you <laughs> uh i did want to circle back just a little bit so uh i got to meet her at canada cup uh kat pantovich i think was on the squad so yeah you guys are in ontario you're having your own training camp what are like the other athletes from different provinces doing were they given homework or were they practicing on their own like how did they kind of train when you guys were just getting those extra reps? And then what did you guys do for team building when the squad was actually together? Um, so I know people from BC. I think there were two people from BC. Simone and um, Kat. Yeah, they lived really close to the Rich, Richmond Oval. Oval. Okay. So I think they were training with some of the senior athletes for um, some training yeah. before that. And then, yeah. I think that was it. They were getting familiar with the type of style Kayla yeah. was doing oh, okay. nice. um, with the senior team. And Kat played on the team. Kat P played on the team the year prior. So I think she was like familiar with what she had to do to prepare um, for the summer. And I think Amani just spent a lot of time with Kat P to get familiar um, on how to prepare and stuff like that. And for team building, we did... In Windsor, we did an escape room. Nice. We did escape room. Yeah, it was actually really <laughs> difficult. 
Um, and we also, we were going to go mini golfing, but it was raining, so we couldn't do that. And we went bowling. Oh, okay. We saw a movie. My team won bowling. Yeah, of course, no did. big deal. <laughs> I was naughty, Hannah, <laughs> queen of recipes. <laughs> nice. So um, it sounds like team building doesn't have to be like trust falls and all this weird like hokey no, stuff. It's just no, spending it time together. Like, hands and yeah, yeah. On. So we did some stuff with Jen though, where it was like more mental training all together as a team. Not so much as like trust building or like bonds. It was more like what we believe we can do as a whole. So that was really helpful, I thought. Yeah. Nice. So take me through the event. You're there. It's an international competition. Was there ever a moment you were kind of starstruck and you're like, whoa, this team's like really good? Or did you guys feel like peers? <laughs> you felt like a peer right about it? Or did you get caught watching? <laughs> I was like, the wow, they're so okay. good. Okay. <laughs> first so game was against South Korea. Yeah. North Korea. South Korea. No, South Korea. No. North, Korea. North Korea. Korea. <laughs> it was Korea. Um, so, yeah, we got there. We were getting used to, like, the gym the day before. And our game was in the afternoon, I think. Yeah. And then um, Scott, the, our head coach, told us um, the, lineup. the lineup. And then I was put on the starting lineup with all the mm-hmm. other athletes who played on the team the year before. The year okay, before. Nice. So it's me with a bunch of people <laughs> who already played on the team. Oh my god! I've she never looked been like so nervous so in my life. Yeah. I, my heart was beating so fast. Her eyes were like caught in like headlights. Yeah. But I, yeah, yeah. But, okay. <laughs> but she played so well. She went out there and she passed amazing. She hit just fine, and she was she fit right in. There was no oh. issues whatsoever. Yeah, but, I was so nervous. <laughs> and then we got back. We won that game. I. Yeah, we won that game, I think, in four, four, four sets. sets. Yeah. And we took these vans back with police escorts and everything. I wasn't feeling too well on the bus ride back. <laughs> I felt like I took, like, a sleeping pill. <laughs> and, yeah, I felt like I my eyes. eyes were closing. I felt like I couldn't see. So, like, we had dinner after, and I felt like I couldn't eat anything. Lethargic. So I told Jeff, our physical therapist uh i told him i wasn't feeling well and he was like you have to eat you have to eat and i was like jeff i can't and then i was like jeff i'm really not feeling well and he was like okay go up to your room so i went up to my room and kai came on and checked on me and then i just ran to the toilet i started throwing up she's like can you get jeff i was like Yes. I started throwing up, and then right after that, I felt so much better because I think I was super nervous. You were that nervous you made yourself physically ill. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's but after the game, though. after the game. Yeah. Yeah. Like an hour after, yeah. So there wasn't a point in the match where you felt like you settled in and you belonged there and you were doing well. No. Like you're siding out balls and you're still nervous. Like, no, I, I felt like I got in the groove throughout the game. Okay, okay. And then after that, I was like, like, oh, just, like hit her. Yeah, like, and then it hit me. All of a sudden, I felt so sick. <laughs> and then I threw up, and everything was okay. <laughs> so. For the rest of the tournament, okay. Um, yeah, and everything was fine. Yeah. Nice. And how about you? How do you feel when you represent Team Canada? Do you start to look around and, oh, that girl's really good, or that country's really good, or do you like to take care of your own focus? Um, for me, because they have, like, statistics, like, after each game and stuff, so I like to look at those, but I try not to, like, let it get to my head because I don't want to start putting people on like pedestals that I don't know like if they deserve to have or like 
should I be lower ranked than them? Or like, what does this mean for me? I just want to go out there and play the best possible the game that I can play. Especially as like a libero, it's not like hitting statistics. It's like, can I get the ball to the right target? Um, and every like live has different games and on and off games. So I just need to make sure that I'm on as much as I can and try not to psych myself out. Cause then I start getting jumpy and it's not good. Not a good recipe. <laughs> nice. So what would be like a high, like from that tournament, what's a good memory you guys have when you look back on that Egypt event? Probably, I think Mexico, because we really we had a lot of grit in that game. Mexico game. game. Game, sorry. Yeah, not going to Mexico. <laughs> um, that would have been fun too, but um, no. We went to five, and the team, we lost the first two, and we're not down on ourselves, but we weren't playing our best. And then we, we only dug our hole, but we pulled ourselves out of it. And I thought that was, like, amazing because our whole team was super excited and ready for it because it was our second game that we'd won. Um, and we were all feeling pretty high about that one. And, yeah, the experience was really cool to be on the court and seeing all the girls, like, reactions after we won. So we recently had uh, Scott Koski on the show, who's one of Canada's best players ever, and he's really transferred well into the coaching world. What can you tell us about what's it like to be coached by Scott? He's so calm. I love it. Yeah. He doesn't get nervous. He's kind of like John Child vibes. Yeah, literally. What's an example of that? I know a lot of listeners will know what that is, but in case they don't, but is, what's an actual example or a story um, you can tell us about that? I think when Scott's on the sideline, he puts a lot of trust in his players and expects them to know what they're supposed to do. Um, and I know both Scott and John have similar coaching styles. For example, when someone messes up or something, he they both wouldn't coach the person. They'd... Um, them figure it out. Yeah, they'd let them figure it out because I think they have everything in each yeah. player. And I think everything is done before the game instead of during the game. And I feel like working things out with your team and your coaches is done in practices and then in the game it's up to the players. And um, Scott has a lot of trust in us that we're able to execute our game plan and what we've done in practices. Nice. So if you blast a ball out of bounds, you're not looking over your shoulder being like, I'm getting subbed off. You kind of know that you can yeah, you know, respond think, and get the job done. Yeah, I think he would say, like, next one, next one, move on. Yeah. You got the next one. And yeah. I think he had a lot of faith in us, too, even though we had such, like, a short training period altogether. He, like, had faith that we could um, get this technique down and play um, as a whole as, a, as opposed to individuals. So that was really nice to have. And I guess we were really fortunate to have so. Yeah. Very cool. So what are you guys looking forward to this year? Because you're both going to be members of the junior national team, and that's going to be a tournament in Edmonton, right? So does that bring an added distraction that it's going to be on home soil? Like, are more family planning to come? Is there... oh. I feel like, well, yeah, I feel like <laughs> we'll see many more familiar faces on our side. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Cheering and, for us. Um, I think what I'm excited for is that it's a bit of a smaller tournament because it's only a Norseka event. And I think it will make it a bit easier to get into the groove because we'll know who we're playing instead of um, seeing like 15 different teams or 20 different teams on a um, yeah. like sheet of paper. We can actually get to know each and every team and expect um, who we're facing because we already know who we're going to play pretty much. So. And I also think that we also have glued pretty well from like the summertime. So playing... Um, basically the same team like as the same team again uh, I think we'll do a better and um, yeah I think just being on like Canadian soil especially during national period time because it's like 
right during 17 new nationals, we might be able to get some friends out too to come watch and support as well as our family. So again, yeah, having some more people cheering for us as opposed to against us would be yeah. nice. <laughs> yeah, there's got to be a quick story there when you're in Egypt. Like, what was the crowd like uh, um, during matches? At Mexico had oh. tons and tons <laughs> yes. of people. Probably like 40 people in one section. It wasn't, there weren't too many people in they the actual arena. It's so But it was energy. a couple of people spread out. And there was Mexico, family and friends right in like the spot, spotlight, I guess. Yeah. And they were super loud. Um, and we only had a few fans because only a few parents came. Yeah. Both my parents came. My so. mom and, yeah, just my mom and my mom. Oh, both aunts. I lied, sorry. sorry. Yeah. But we only had like 12 or like 15. All together, yeah. yeah I think Canadians together. in general, we don't cheer as loud as maybe some Central or South American countries. They tend to have a little bit more fun than we do, I think, yes. at sporting events. So. Yeah. <laughs> Toronto Raptors fans. <laughs> okay, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. But um, I think that we had a lot of love, though, from the Egyptians. Like, they definitely supported us pretty well. But, um, yeah, we didn't have as much as some other teams that's it, it okay though. Yes, now, now it's our time to shine in Edmonton. <laughs> yeah. so. Nice. And just to confirm again, what are the dates for Edmonton? You mentioned it's during Youth Nationals the same week, or um, so our um, I think it's 18 U Nationals is the 17th to the 19th. I think so we play 17, 18, 19. Oh, ours is the 14th then, to the 16th. I think Norseka. And then Norseka is we check in the 8th of May, and I think we play. From oh the, tw- the twelfth to the sixteenth. Oh wow! So your your club coaches need to you're on the same team. John needs to be aware that you're playing an international tournament before eighteen U nationals. Yeah, we we've talked to him about it. He <laughs> says it's okay. Well, I'm sure it's okay because you're representing Canada. That's just a, a funny week for it to happen, right? That everybody yeah. on your roster is essentially playing two tournaments in a row, right? Yeah, like, it's not the most convenient time, especially because like the seventeen U players now can't participate because it's during their nationals, mm-hmm. but. Um, I think we'll still do pretty well, and I hope um, we will do well. <laughs> it's okay, though. We train in the summer for yeah. a month straight, two training sessions a day. Yeah. yeah. Good. <laughs> nice. So we just mentioned Leeside. How is your current season going? So, Julia, you've been on Leeside since you knew what club volleyball was. Uh, yeah. Kat, you're joining the squad this year. So how's the squad doing? What are you enjoying about this year? Um, I love our team this year. <laughs> um, we're doing pretty well. Last year, we, we're doing a lot better than we did last year. Whoa, let's just say it because I didn't say it in your intro. You are defending national champion. Yeah, yeah, team, yeah. So let's yeah, not, national MVP. Yeah, let's not skip over that. Okay. National MVP. See, I missed so much in your intro that you should have just added these things on. Like, oh. No, um, la- last year, yeah, we won nationals. Pretty awesome. Um, but last year we came third, 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 third. It was John Childhurst. <laughs> John Child came third in the Olympics. <laughs> if no one knows. Yeah. Like they're pretty equal. We like, won't third. mention the eight times he won yeah. nationals like in a row, but yeah. we'll talk about the one Olympics. They're pretty yeah, similar though, like third at Grand Prix versus third at the Olympics. Yeah. Like <laughs> pretty equivalent if you ask me. Um but yeah, so last year, third, 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 third. And then we won nationals. Yes. Yes. And then this year we've won our past three tournaments, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We've won our past three tournaments. I think we're a lot more consistent and we're a lot more versatile, I think. Yeah. Um, 
We can like, put a lot of our players anywhere and they can play that yeah, position. Yeah, like I know a lot of people can um, alternate between left and between right. And we have a middle who can play middle and right side. Um, we only have one libero, but it's good because she's the best libero ever. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, our club season going awesome. Yeah, I'm loving it. And our team isn't doesn't have like the biggest bench, but I think like we have the most personality and we all um, like thrive together. So that's awesome. Yeah. Is that something team. you guys talk about? Sorry to cut you off there. Uh, is that okay. something you guys talk about with goal setting that you go into the tournament like you're going to win or do you, do you want to play well? Is there a system you follow? Like oh, it, yeah. Because you mentioned like <laughs> finishing third last year wasn't enough, but like some teams would be happy to make semis, right? Where you, you guys, it sounds like it, it's win or bust sometimes with your team. Yeah, we go in every tournament ex- not expecting to win, but we mindset is like, mindset is to win because that's what we train for, that's what we practice for to win. But we never like underestimate or overestimate a team when we go in. Yeah, um, it's pretty like John has expectations for us, and so does like Melvin and Octavia, and so do we like for ourselves. Um, but when we get into a game, it just comes down to like execution and staying calm, and that's like what John always preaches is like composure. <laughs> Yeah. Do you guys have a standard that you can keep during practice too? Because it's one thing to try to ramp it up on a Saturday, but it, like, does a a Tuesday night practice feel like you guys are going after it and everybody's getting better? Um, yeah. depends on the day, especially like during exam season. It we can't mm. expect to have the same like um focusedness as we do like during like pro- almost provincial time. Um, but I know for some practice they started like keeping stats sometimes, like last practice, just to make sure that we're aware of how we're passing. Um, what's their hitting efficiency and stuff like that. But, yeah, we practice how we want to play, I guess. Um, so if we want to win gold in a tournament, we wouldn't um, practice like we want to play for last. You know? <laughs> we practice like um, we're going to win. So, yeah, I think all of, all of our practices are really similar in the way um, we play because we always bring intensity and focus yeah. in our practices because – you know that's what it takes if we want it. Yeah. So you guys have a lot going on this year between Team Canada stuff and club and everything else. But one thing I wanted to touch on was just your recruiting process. So Julia, as we mentioned, you've already committed to the University of Toronto. And Kat, you'll yeah. be going to Santa Clara. So at what point did you guys kind of start knowing that you wanted to play at the post-secondary level? And what kind of got the ball rolling as far as contacting coaches or whatever it takes to kind of get recruited in this day and age? Um, yeah, so I always knew I wanted to play in university. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> because I signed, I, up, I signed up for Leaside House League when I was like 10. She was like, I'm going to U of T from there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I played on the 13 U team when I was 11. And then I just stayed with Leaside all the way through. And I was like, hmm, I kind of like volleyball. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll play later. Um, so then, yeah, I wanted to play in university um i was looking at a few schools in the u.s um except one i automatically ruled out because i i want to go for um athletics and academics and it wasn't um a good enough school for me personally and then i was looking at another school and i toured it and i talked to the coaches except I decided I want to stay in Canada because I just had a feeling and I felt like that's where you should be. Yeah, I felt like it was right for me. 
Um, so then I was talking to, I narrowed my choices down to UBC and U of T. And I've always been in contact with Christine because I was doing like U of T cl clinics and stuff like that. Um, yeah, and we are always on good terms. And she had offered me a spot, I think, end of grade 10, I think. Yeah, I think. something like that. And then I spoke to the head coach of UBC in May at Nationals, which was much later. And then I was going to go for a visit um, to UBC in around October. And then I was like, maybe I won't go and visit because I know I want to go to U of T. It'd be a waste of my time. It would be a waste of um, the coaches and the team's time. And that's when I knew I wanted to go to U of T. So I had a meeting with Christine. Um, yeah, I think she thought we were just going to talk about more of like my recruiting process and stuff like that. And, and then I was like, Christine, I think I want to come here. <laughs> and she was like, oh my God, that's such great news. Yeah, um, she was super excited. I was super excited as well. And then I signed my letter like two days after and then... Boom, it was, I'm going to U of T. Awesome. And what are you going to study while you're there? Um, I enrolled in a Bachelor of Arts and Science. Um, but, yeah, I think I'm going to do a major in social sciences. Nice. nice. Yeah. Good for you. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> Close to home. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not living at home, though, so that's okay. <laughs> All right, Kat, were you 10 years old thinking, man, I'm going to play in the NCAA someday? Um. I had this whole plan when I was like U12 when I first okay. made my team. And I was fast. like, um, okay, mom, in grade nine, I want to move to the States because my, my aunt has a condo in Florida. And I was like, I want to go to Clearwater High and live there. And then I'll become an actual like residence or like I can, oh my C God, citizen, citizen <laughs> of the States. Why can't I think? Um, and then I won't have to pay as much when I go to the States, because I was like, that's all I want to do. I just want to go to the States, go to the States. I don't know. I was very driven towards that because I'd watched, like, all the games growing up and stuff. And I was like, this is what I want to do. Um, but I didn't really know how to do that. So after I had played um, uh, on Team Canada two years ago when we went to Honduras for Norsecas, um, this one recruiter emailed me and was like, hey, I saw you. Um, are you interested? Do you need help? with your recruiting and I was like yeah I don't know what I'm doing so yes <laughs> I need help so his name is Joel Jensen he's amazing and he's helped me a lot um so he started emailing some coaches and um I started talking with them and but a lot of them like fell through like the coaching staff like changed and then they're like hey um I actually need to give you this email because this is not I'm not gonna be the coach anymore and I was like okay that's a little odd but I'm, <laughs> so I'm gonna leave um and then sometimes I would be like talking to them and they said I need a full ride because it's too expensive to go down um, and pay full. So they're like, yeah, we're thinking full ride for you. And then, like, as we'd go on, they'd be like, oh, only two years. And I was like, okay, no, I can't do that. So um, I kept going. And then um, also, too, Dale Melnick helped me as well. She's a really good recruiter, too. She's just starting out. Highly recommend as well. Um, so they were both kind of looking for me. Um, and... Joel found this one school called Santa Clara, which is where I'm going. Uh, and he was like, hey, they're getting all this new coaching staff. They have a, an assistant coach that's coming 
to be the head coach from Stanford and a volunteer assistant coach from Nebraska and volunteer assistant coach from UCLA. And he's like, I think it's going to be a really great team. They're like rebuilding. So I was like, okay, for sure. So I had to talk with them. Um, the assistant coach Bree was so nice and welcoming to me and I loved it. Um, and I sent her my film and she's like, Hey, I really want to come out and watch you. And I was like, for sure, come. But my provincial time, she thought I was playing 17, but I was playing a year up. So she mixed up when to she come came down. The wrong time. <laughs> oh, man. So oh, no. she was like, it's okay. I'll watch the 17 provincials and I'll come to your practice. So my coach, um, uh, very nicely set up um like a scrimmage against like a one volleyball team sort of and so she came out and watched that and then I technically couldn't talk to her only my coach could talk to her did you play well yeah yeah (laughs) um so yeah so then she was like hey we're interested in you I'm gonna show you to like our head coach um but yeah, it just started rolling from there. And she's like, let's set up a visit. So I went for a visit and I'm all about like team culture. And when I went down there, the girls were so welcoming. They showed me around and it wasn't like I was just with one girl the whole time. It was the whole team. So I knew that that was going to be like the presence I was going to have at all times. So then we went for dinner that one night and they offered me like a scholarship. And I was like, they're like, you can go home and think about it. Talk to your parents. And my mom was there and I was like, mom, can I just take it? And she was like, Okay. And I was like, <laughs> so I was like, Aaron, can I accept it now? She's like, oh my God, for sure. I was like, okay. And then it, yeah. And then I didn't sign until obviously grade 12, but um, it was like very fast from like February to May. It was all happened there. So I felt as though I was starting really late because it was grade 11, but um, you can start at any time and still get it done. So, yeah. But I'd recommend starting earlier. As early as you can. Especially if you want to go to the U.S. I know they recruit super early in comparison to Canada. Well, they changed the rule now, so you can't talk to coaches until grade 11, which sucks. But, but if great. you aspire to go to the U.S., I'd recommend doing camps at the universities you're looking at. Because I know a lot of people um, who go play for university teams in the NCAA got recruited through those clinics and camps from the schools. So I think that's a good way. Yeah, for sure. And so, like, even though they changed the rule for NCAA where you can't um, talk to them until grade 11, still sending out the email so they can view it. Um, And then when you hit that grade, they can probably send you an email if they're really interested in you. Um, And, again, going out to tournaments down there helps a lot. And even in Canada, though, like, sending out emails as much as you can. And coaches get really busy, so don't be – um, yeah, when they don't respond right away because they probably have so much to do. So keep sending them and don't feel like you're nagging them. Awesome. We've taken a lot of your time. So thanks for making the time to be on the show. Talk about recruiting, junior national team. Uh, to put you on the spot here, we always try to ask our guests just a funny story to end it where you guys are playing for the national team. <laughs> I'm sure there's lots of people who look up to you. But just to show that funny stuff even happens to superstars, uh, can you leave us with a laugh or a funny story? Um, so... As we talked about before, we were sta- we were training in Slovenia, and we stayed at like the hotel, which was attached to the training facility. And we we're on the second floor, and I just felt like after this one point, it was very like dark and like ghost vibes, you know. And I'm like really into like the supernatural and stuff like that. So I was like, guys, I think there's ghosts here. Like weird stuff is happening. Like people would go to sleep, and their bio steel would be filled up to the top, and then it would be dumped over in the morning but nothing would be on the floor as if someone drank it and then tipped it over and that happened to two people um and then you'd like hear stuff when you're in the shower and it was like really creepy and like scratching if you're in the room alone like if you're taking a nap 
I'd hear like scratching and I was like, what's going on it's here? Probably cat. Yeah, it was probably me, guys. <laughs> so, anyways, I got this one Polish girl on our team, Anna Godomsky, to read this like one article because I looked up murders at draws, <laughs> and there was an incident in the kitchen. But I, I, we don't know if like he choked or like he actually died. They just I looked up murders and that came up, and she was like, "Cat, like I don't know, like this doesn't seem right." So. Um, we decided to go to the third floor because there was an elevator, but it didn't go to the third floor. You had to take the stairs. So we're like, what is up here? So I got like the whole team to come with me. Went to like the attic of this hotel. <laughs> it was the scariest thing because when you, I don't, okay, you open the door and then there's like this big like monument. And then, so we shut it really quick and like ran down the stairs. And there's also a crib at the bottom. Don't know why. That was really weird. But like, that why is there a crib at the bottom of the stairs? That's weird. So then we finally like, worked up the courage to open the door completely. And we walked upstairs. And then Hannah DeShano shut the door on us. And then we're like, oh no. And it was pitch black. And we're like freaking out. And then finally she opened the door. Um, and then we looked around and it's literally just an attic. But like, there was ghost vibes there. Just, and yeah, there was it was definitely ghost vibes. And then I was trying to get the coaches to believe me, but they just said I was crazy. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe the baby crib there was for an extra cot. But why it was at the bottom of the stairs? And then we if just someone went couldn't sleep. Boom, baby crib. It doesn't make sense. I don't know. And when we were friends with the Koreans. Yeah. Oh my yes. We the made Koreans. friends with um, Team Korea. Um, Julia made best friends. Yeah, this one girl, we she was super nice. Um, and they couldn't speak English, so we just spoke over Google Translate. <laughs> and we traded jerseys, and, well, not jerseys, but warm-up tees and stuff like that. Yeah, they that. wanted to trade our jerseys with us, and we were like, hmm, we might need these. <laughs> and they were yeah. like, okay. <laughs> they were so cute, yeah, though. We nice. spent a lot of our time in the hotel with them. Awesome. Well, thanks again for coming on the show. Thank Obviously very easy to root for. Us. So some junior national team stuff and club nationals, defending national champions. Yeah. So good luck the rest Ooh. of the way. And thanks for making the time to come on the show, guys. Thank, Thank you, you for having us.